Hey guys, welcome to Chase Outdoors, the podcast, the greatest hunting, fishing, and shooting podcast on the earth that very few people outside of my grandmother listen to. I'm your host, Justin Geike. Welcome, everybody. It is uh, middle of January, and everybody's starting to get cabin fever time. We're going nuts here in uh, northern Wisconsin. It's a uh, balmy negative something today. Uh, premise of big snowstorm coming over this weekend, and uh, a lot of people who... Uh, say they enjoy ice fishing have started ice fishing back in uh, November and have since uh, given up or in my case uh, not gone at all uh, not because I don't like it it's just because it's cold outside and uh, I've got a lot of work to do but we've been bouncing around just got back from uh, one of our dealer firearm buying shows a lot of really exciting stuff coming to the store a lot of new products the Glock 44 the reintroduction of the Cole Python uh, the Ruger 57 uh, Bregara's new offerings it just the, it goes on and on and it's a really exciting time but for the other side of our store there's a lot of excitement building around this cabin fever of just wanting it to be spring you know once that uh, March month uh, rolls around boy we see a giant transition and a shift from utter misery, misery and uh, boredom to uh, getting uh, fishing reels spooled up with fresh line, checking out the new baits. There's a lot of sports shows going on, so there's a lot of people uh, traveling around. And one of those things that people should really start thinking about uh, here in January is if you're planning on going on a destination fishing trip, um, and that's probably the idea if you're going to book a guide, that now's a great time to do it just because a lot of the really good guides um, – are usually pretty solid and pretty booked up once we get into uh, the summer and uh, the fall action. So I want to encourage you to take a moment and think about places uh, and great destinations to fish. And if you don't really want to travel, that's okay too, because here in North Central Wisconsin, we have some of the best fishing uh, in the country. But uh, as far as Wisconsin itself goes, boy, I tell you what, the Bay of Green Bay might be one of the, if not the greatest fishery in the entire country. And that's the exciting part today is we probably have the best angler in all of combination of Green Bay and North Central Wisconsin with us today, the famous pirate, Captain Brett Jolly. Brett, thanks for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me, buddy. You know, now, Brett, you and I go a long, 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 long ways back, and uh, back uh, back to working together in a sporting goods store in high school and uh, a lot of shenanigans in, in, in a little teeny, tiny bit of growing up. But uh, things have really changed and developed for you over the years, kind of moving around as a, as a fishing guide and cutting your teeth and... It just seems like now you're as busy as you've ever been. I think. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm very busy. Yeah, you built very built uh, built uh, quite a reputation as a as a very quality angler. Um, you know, there's some really good guides on Green Bay. There's some really good guides here locally, but I don't know that there's anybody that does both better than you do. Well, thanks. Uh, yeah, I know. I I've been guiding full time for I don't know, like 23 years. Uh, 15 of those on the Bay of Green Bay and you know it's just such a phenomenal fishery and you know great fisheries I always say make great guides had I been guiding somewhere else not so good I wouldn't say that I'm such a great guide but uh, it's uh, just a fabulous body of water muskies walleyes bass everything you know it's it's awesome and then you know i grew up fishing here you and i grew up fishing in the river oh yeah uh i love fishing here coming back after all those years on green bay and now the last few years coming back and guiding back over here it's just it's been fun you know i catch fish in all the same spots i caught fish when i was 15 so it's 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 been a lot of fun fishing over here uh business has been really good over here too i'm getting tons of people um and i'm already starting to fill up pretty good 
Oh yeah, I can tell. I mean, you and I do a lot of trips together yeah. in the summertime, and I'm already starting to see that to myself. Um, and I think that's a probably a sign of a really good economy. Oh, it, it certainly is certainly help. I think one of the things you could probably admit to that's been a huge help for you is is just uh, is is all the time that you spent on like John Gillespie's show. Oh, that's that's huge. You know, before I started filming with John, and I, I tell him this all the time, I had a good business. Yep. You know, I. I I had quite a few years of guiding before I even met John. I met John, became very good friends with him. We've been filming now for eight or nine years together. What his show has done for me is kept me relevant, kept me above kind of everybody else. Because um, there's been as so as many new guys. Oh, yeah. You know, there's it's, a ton. It's, it's unbelievable on Green Bay. When I first started guiding out there, there were maybe a dozen of us. Now there's got to be 200 guys that have their captain's mm -hmm. licenses and are guiding. So John has really helped me stay kind of a, uh, a little bit above everybody as far as business goes. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's just been it's been so much fun being friends with that guy. Oh, he's yeah. I have so much fun with him. We, we have a ball. In fact, I just did a just was on the phone with him for about an hour yesterday doing fishing reports for Amsoil. Oh, OK. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and where can yeah, people find where can people find those reports? Um, on Amsoil's website, I believe it's Amsoil Fishing Reports, something. I think Amsoil slash M. Google, FS. Google, Go Google, that, right? Yeah, Google Amsoil. That's what I tell reports. my new hires in the store. It's like I don't care how much you know about hunting and fishing stuff, as Google long as you're it. a good person, you want to help people, and you know how to operate Google. Yeah. <laughs> we can teach you that stuff. Oh, yeah. I can't teach somebody to be a nice person, but right. but uh, but yeah, Google. Uh, but yeah, hate so it and love it. John's John's been a, a blessing to my to my business. It's uh, you know I get recognized by people all over the place. Just the other day, we were in the pet store and some guy came up and his kid wanted to shake my hand. <laughs> it, it's the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. I'm not used to that. Yeah. You know, which is I mean, funny because you can't be within a hundred yards of a school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's cool. You know, the a little bit of minor fame you get from being on that show it's it's pretty cool well i mean you know like you and i growing up watching that show oh, it was yeah. always it, it's certainly one of the most entertaining shows but also right. too from just a value of content and having something that comes to you fresh every week you know back before uh facebook and in lake link and all these avenues i mean at the yeah. time there was a period of time when john literally had the freshest media in the entire industry oh, yeah. you know in the one time that um, I, I filmed with you and, and him. You know, he was just talking about back in the day where we had to film and pull the t actual film out and cut it and tape it together sure. to make a show. And the idea to do that 52 weeks a year is mind-numbing. Yeah. I cannot believe that guy has not taken a weekend off. It, yeah. it blows my mind. He is hes something else. I mean, he just the energy the guy has. And he's 68, 69 years old right now. And mm -hmm. He's still... I mean, it's go, 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 and he's he's awesome. Well, you know, and, and you run into so many people, you know, he's kind of an acquired taste in some ways. You hear a lot of people that are, oh, you know, yeah. uh, that guy, oh, he's so obnoxious and things like that. It The way that I always looked at it, what I had, when I have a problem with people saying something like that is if we take our kid fishing and our kid catches a fish and he's super excited, yeah. we're really happy about that. Why would you want anybody to lose that? Right. And in a place where we go on 
social media, myself included, and complain all the time about things, to see a guy who's almost 70 years old who's still enjoying it every bit as much exactly. now as he did when he was a kid, I, I think it says a ton about him. You know, the other thing, too, is just you know, to see his daughter on the show and stuff like yep. that, I think is really awesome. That Lake's family great. atmosphere. You know, I was, had the opportunity to film with her when you and I filmed that one time, and yep. you know, just just a, a, a great kid. And, um, and I think that says a lot about John too. Yeah, you, you know, I, I really, he, really do. John is John is just a great person, and I, I've got some stories and stuff, but he's he's just a wonderful human being. Yeah, you know, he he. Every time we're at a boat landing or something, and you see some dad and a kid looking, and you you know, they can tell that, you know, they're a little shy to come over. Yeah. John will walk over, shake the kid's hand, say, hi, hi, how you doing? I'm John Gillespie. Take a picture with the kid. He goes out of his way to be nice to people. Oh, yeah. He's, he's just a great guy. Yeah, I mean, he, he fed half the lake when we were oh, out yeah. there, you know. <laughs> so that was really neat. But, just a good guy. But back to, back to you. I mean, you grew up fishing here <clears throat> in the Wassa area in the Wisconsin River yep. and its flowages. And then you headed over to Green Bay and started your career as a captain, which I think that's one cool thing about Green Bay is the fact that you have to go and get your captain's license versus yeah. here where you basically 40 bucks makes you a fishing guide for exactly. a guide license. Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely a little bit more involved to become a guide over there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it probably, over the years, it's probably cost me close to three grand in renewals and then, you know, the initial class and testing and uh, first aid and CPR and drug tests and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. you know, so it's it's not it's not just something a guy's going to do on his weekends it's something you got to make a pretty big commitment to saying yep i'm going to be i'm going to be a guide i'm going to do this full time um which keeps some of the people from from doing it but boy it's it's unbelievable how many people have become guides out there in the last six to eight years you know it's it's just but as fast as i see guys pop up i see them drop off and um and, and there's a lot of really good guides out there a mm -hmm. lot of really good fishermen um you know i could say negative things but i'm not going to i don't do yeah. that that's not my thing anymore uh when i was younger and dumber maybe i would <laughs> make those comments but uh, yeah we all did um yeah, I, my my take on it is I don't really care about the competition out there. It doesn't really bother me. I just want to go out every day, have fun with my customers, catch fish, have a good time. What goes on in my boat is my only concern for the day. Mm -hmm. I don't care what that boat's doing or this guy's doing right. or any of that kind of stuff. That was stuff I worried about when I was younger. Yeah. At 41 years old. All I care about is what's going on in my boat. Right. You know, it don't matter what that guy caught or this guy caught or any of that kind of stuff. Well, and what's as long going as we're on, having a good time. Yeah, and what's going on in, in, in your boat right now is, is a fishery that's absolutely fantastic. It is. I mean, you pretty much predominantly start walleyes as soon as you can get on the ice, probably as soon as March yeah, a lot of soon times. Yeah, as soon as ice goes out, um, you know, and actually the ice is out on the Fox River right now, and a guy could get out there in a boat mm -hmm. if it wasn't negative for this morning. Yeah. Um, you know, you can get out there and catch a whole pile of walleyes. Yeah. It's, it's fun. We, Gillespie and I have done shows in February yep. where we had a warming trend, got out there and pounded them. Um, you know, and then all of March is really good in the Fox. And then as the bay starts to open up, which this year could be pretty early because there, there still isn't a ton of ice. Yeah, there. There's yeah, not I, many guys. There's a few areas where they're sneaking out getting ice fishing, but there isn't a lot of ice out there. Um, unless it gets really, really cold over the next couple months here. But I don't, we, we might be out catching you know big pre-spawn walleyes by the end of march um typically all of april's 
awesome for big pre-spawn fish out on the bay uh you get towards the end you're catching great big post-spawn and it's mm-hmm. it's just a fun fun early fishery uh, that's one of the best things about the fox and it, every everybody's fished the fox river and, you know you, there's a million people out there it's busy but to get out there in late february early march and actually have a rod in your hand and be sitting in a boat yep that's awesome oh yeah i love it oh yeah we, i mean we've done it i i remember one time my new boat wasn't done being built and i was so desperate it was warm out it was january 17th which actually sure. is today that's sure. what it is today um and i took a kayak on on the fox to sure. paddle up river so i could stand on shore and fish for them stinking things just because i was so desperate yeah. um but uh it's it's a great fishery and before i move on to the smallmouth and, and on the musky side of things you know i i've seen you make a lot of posts on facebook i, I don't want to call them rants i would call them conservation minded awareness yeah i've seen you pushing for changes and regulations for walleyes on green bay yeah. what are you seeing from your years of guiding as far as the health of the fishery the quality of the fishery the future of it where, where is it at right now well it's it's not as good as it once was okay you know, as far as walleyes go. Is it good? Yeah, it's great. It's the best fishery in the state. Yep. But it's not as good as it used to be. And, you know, when when I first started guiding out there, there weren't many other guides. There weren't many people fishing out there. <laughs> so people didn't don't remember how good it was. Mm-hmm. So they, they're new to fishing it in the last five years, and they think it's as good as it can possibly get. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. But it was better. Yeah. It used to be better. Yeah. And... You know, with the numbers increasing of not only guides, but just recreational fishermen, um, the harvest has really, really increased just in the last five to six years, something like that. Um, You can't go to any boat landing around Green Bay, even on a weekday, and find a parking spot. It's the boat landings are full every day of the week. And, you know, they, they say they got the highest harvest of in history well that's that's not really a good thing that means the most fish are being killed right ever in history um so i've seen a decline in overall numbers of fish i've seen a decline in size structure we're not seeing those numbers of really big fish are there a lot of big fish out there yes are there a lot of fish out there yes but not as many as there used to be right i remember when we were kids when you know 15 years ago you know just even when we were in that party of crankbait casters down at the fox like we're not seeing those numbers of 12 pounders that we used to now now if you get a 29 inch you know a 10 pound fish it's you know i would say that we probably lost one step i you know one one notch down on it probably that you think's predominantly because of angler harvest i do okay and you know i i think you know there isn't a whole lot that really needs to change out there you know we don't need a drastic regulation change um i'm okay with five fish harvest but harvesting the big fish i think is the problem Mm -hmm. you know the the spawning class big females i'd love to see something out there that protects the big fish Kind of like we have here yeah, in this you know, in this you know, area. Something. Uh, what what I've been hoping for is is a, something exactly like they have on uh, Little Bay Knock, which is a connecting body of water, mm-hmm. um, where it's a five fish limit. You can only keep one over twenty three inches. Mm-hmm. That's pretty simple. There's nothing real restrictive there, but I'll tell you what. Trying to push that, there is more negative feedback, and. It, it, 
walleye fishermen are a tough deal. You know, when when we tried to get the 54 inch musky size limit out there, there was no opposition. Right. Everything. Hell yeah. yeah. 54 inches. Let's make them big. Yep. You know, but uh, with walleye guys, it's weird. You know, they just want to kill everything. Well, it is. And, I mean, that is the desired. Yeah. You know, uh, you know. That's why you go walleye fishing right. is is but to. If you can't go out on green, you know, and I and I see it all the time. Guys coming in with a limit of 25 to 30 inch fish and filleting them yeah first of all they're going to taste like butt <laughs> you know compared yeah. to a 15 incher yeah, that's true um give me a limit of 15 inches and that's good stuff but those 30 inches come on i mean they're not that good <laughs> uh, but you know just from a conservation standpoint now, now you're killing major egg producing fish yeah you know and People throw this argument that the big ones, you know, their percentage of eggs aren't as good as the smaller ones. Well, yeah, but they still have overall more eggs. And they had the genetics to get that big. And that's a big thing. You look right. at... I don't it, want a bunch of 20-inchers spawning. I want 30-inchers spawning. Yes, the percentage of viable eggs in that 22-inch walleye is higher than the percentage that will reproduce in that 30 inch walleye, but the overall mass number of eggs in that 28 to 30 inch walleye is way, way higher than it is in that 22 inch walleye. So it's still more eggs, even though the percentage is better, people like to twist these percentages and say, well, yeah, yeah, you know, that one's more viable. Well, and that's like compared to like, say the rest of nature, you know, in, in in predatory feeding, it's not the apex beast that you know. It's the it's the smaller and the weak. You know, if we're talking about something like a coyote or you know eating, you know, um, you know a deer or something like that. That you know that pack would go after or a wolf pack would go after a fawn or a wounded or something like that. And really, it's the healthiest animals. His typically, typically the survivor fishing exactly. is, you know, we're trying to get the big ones. To eat is kind of counterproductive of what's probably best for the species, and, and that's one thing we've been tracking bluegill sizes in Wisconsin for a mm. hundred years. And that's what we're finding is our average size bluegill in this state is shrinking. Oh, yeah. You know, same thing with northern pike in our northern lakes shrinking because you're throwing the 22 inches back and you're keeping the 36 inches. Exactly. And and I completely agree. That's one thing we've seen here. Now, to the flip side, the other place where you guide here on the Wisconsin River, where we have uh, fish species that are protected up to 15 inches, and then we have a 20 to 28 inch slot. Right. And I think you would agree, you know, from the time we were kids to the time now, we're seeing more trophy walleyes oh, in God, this yeah. area than we have in 50 years. Absolutely. You know, for an inland body of water where I can go out and most days catch a half a dozen fish that are 22 to 28 inches, yep. that, that, that's a pretty average day for me guiding over here. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, what was that? <coughs> we, had those, we had those two half days this summer during yeah. the tornado, or I think combined we had something like 30 slot fish in the trophy yeah. slot in two days. And yeah, we didn't nice. even hardly fish half a day each day. I mean, it was a, that was incredible. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's awesome. The, you know, that the slot limits work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, what that does is give you more females, mm-hmm. big females, egg-producing mm-hmm. fish that make babies. Yep. They're the baby makers. Yeah. We want the baby makers. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's it's not, 
you know, you don't have to be a biologist with a doctorate, you know, or something like that to understand that the ones that make the babies make the babies. So we should keep the ones that make the babies. Right. So we have more babies and then more fish overall. Yeah. And I, and I'm in complete agreement with you on that. I think we're getting better, but also too, you look at it like the intimidation factor of fishing green Bay amongst the general fishing public has gone down dramatically because we've gone from when we were kids. If, if dad had a 16 foot boat with a 40 horse mercury on it, that was, you know, Lumacraft, Right. classic deluxe that was all the boat we could ever dream of owning oh, yeah. and now if you don't have a ranger 620 you know you're not right. serious about it oh, and yeah. you look at all these electronic advancements and gps so we've taken all of the fear big water capabilities electronics to find fish waypoints social yep. media sharing i mean let's let's be honest it's it's easier to catch these fish than it has ever been but with that, it's going to level itself out if everybody's not being respectful exactly. or being a conservation-minded angler. Yep. You know, fishermen are so so much more educated now. And, and like you said, they, they have all, nice boats. It's unbelievable how many boats that are sixty to $80,000 boats I see in a day out there. Oh, it blows my mind. <clears throat> how the heck all these people have these $80,000 boats, and they're on the water every day. They're not guiding. Yeah. Where'd they get this magic money from? <laughs> Banks must be giving out loans to anybody. Bitcoin. Yeah. It's all Bitcoin, oh, Bitcoin. people. Yeah. yeah. But um, I so. I get in on that. <laughs> right. A little, <clears throat> little, we're a little late. Got into retail instead. Oh. Brilliant. But <laughs> so obviously walleye is a huge part of the business that you do. Yeah. You're starting to do a little bit of bass. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, you know, the... The Door County bass deal over there is, is pretty flooded. Um, so I, I stay away from that. I don't drive all it's the way around It's fun. There. It's awesome. It's it awesome. is so much fun. But there is some amazing bass fishing on the West Shore. Yeah. That nobody's fishing. Shh. Quit talking about but that. But anyway, I, I've been running some trips doing that the last few years, and we're catching some jumbos. Um, and then... I've been doing some bass fishing trips here in central and northern Wisconsin. Oh, this is a great smallmouth fishing. That's what <coughs> I cut awesome my, you know, my fishing. guiding was cut on smallmouth fishing yeah. predominantly around here. You know, here. there's some stretches of the river that aren't as good as they used to be years For ago. For sure. Um, and that harvest. That comes down to harvest again. Pressure, yep. you know, that sort of thing. Uh, but, you know, you drive an hour north of here, and there's unbelievable bass fishing, and you got them pretty much all to yourself every day. Yeah. Um, so I, I really want to do more of that. I, I had a lot of fun doing it this last year, um, and we caught some giants. Oh, yeah. Six-pound fish. That's one of those things where we kind of fall out of it where, you know, like for me being so musky-minded in my mm-hmm. 20s and stuff like me that, too. I completely forgot that anything else existed outside of right. that. I've totally fallen back in love with largemouth fishing. Oh, I yeah. just, I, I, I just, I can't get enough of it. It doesn't hurt at the end of the day as we're getting older. Right, right. But, uh, but musky, obviously, when it comes to being a fishing guide, musky is a really important part of what you do. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. You know, I... I that was kind of the the thing that really put me on on the map in my business was mm-hmm. Green Bay muskies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got in it when it was when it was amazing. Yeah. In the beginning, yeah. I was I was one of the first ones out there. Yeah. Um, in fact, as of right now, I am the longest running uh, muskie guide on Green Bay. Radloff was the only one that started before me. Yeah. 
<clears throat> and he's he's since retired. He was he was a great great guy. Oh he was yeah, awesome. He Loved was that guy. A great friend of mine. Uh, he would uh, rock star stay at my house all the time. Mm-hmm. The guy would cook. He'd clean. Made the best chicken dumpling soup I've ever had. <laughs> that guy was awesome. Best roommate I ever had. But uh, he uh, anyway, yeah. You know, I got into it when it was awesome. And back then, trolling in September, October, November. I mean, a ten fish day wasn't out of the ordinary and we caught them on every size you know whatever but that fall trolling thing it has it's gotten tough it's not what it used to be it used to be you know five to ten fish a day now you're lucky if you catch one a week um but it's the cool thing about the bay is it's become a summertime casting bite where we're catching great big fish casting in the middle of summer wearing shorts and flip-flops instead of bibs and boots you know it's Mm -hmm. it's awesome and you know you're you're working for them Mm -hmm. it's not easy uh we put one in the boat a day it's that's all right but sometimes we'll put two or three 50 inchers in the boat i was gonna say you know it's it's when the big ones go the big ones go and and i've had days where we've put three over 50 in the boat casting mm -hmm. just in recent years yeah um and it's it's awesome I mean, there, there are some giant fish in there. You know, I think the correlation, or like the difference, you come here, yep. and we still have some really phenomenal top-end awesome. quality. You know, Green Bay might be capable of producing that 60-pound fish. Right. But, I mean, we can produce a 50-pound fish. It's possible. Here we've seen 45-pound fish, and the numbers are very good, too. The numbers are good, yes. Yep. You know, yep. I'm I'm having five fish days here mm-hmm. on the river. Oh yeah, I'm having you know multiple fish days, good sized fish. Yep. Um, you know, a lot of that thirty six to forty four inch fish. Yep. Lots of those. Yep. And it, it's a great place to come catch muskies, mm-hmm. especially for you know somebody that's maybe a novice just getting into the sport of muskie fishing. Mm-hmm. Come with me over here. We'll go catch some fish come with me out on green bay you're gonna have a sore back and throwing bulldogs all day and, <laughs> uh we might stick a giant we might not you know but uh over here on the wisconsin river uh it's it's awesome fishing we'll we'll put fish in the boat it's not that difficult uh it's it, it's i i don't want to call it a beginner body of water it's good for the beginner yeah but for the more experienced angler the harder the guy that's really willing to give her hell we could catch big fish too. Yep. There's fifty inches. Yep. So it's it's a pretty cool body of water and I'm there's one right over lucky my shoulder I, on the wall here. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I mean I'm lucky to have it literally in my backyard. Yeah. Um, if people want to get a hold of you, where where do they find more information out about you? I uh, can go to my website, WisconsinFishingGuideService.com. Uh, Google Brett Jolly. I'm the only Brett Jolly that's a fishing guide. Uh, you mean there's another one that's not? There's, there's like four or five other Brett Jollies. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, one's, one's like a millionaire. He's like in the diamond, diamond business. There's another one. He's a black guy. He's a singer. Um, like, I can't believe Yeah, he's, sung, he's written like all kinds of like uh, famous songs. Hmm. Brett Jolly. That's un- unreal. I, yeah. ca- I can't believe that. I yeah. figured they would have found one and no one would have ever done that again. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But so if uh, so somebody wants to get a hold of you, it's you said Wisconsin Fishing Guide Service. Yes, WisconsinFishingGuideService.com. You can find me on Instagram at Brett Jolly Fishing, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook, whatever you know. Probably I'm out don't. There. You're usually on Facebook jail time, though, aren't you? Yeah, once in a while. Once in a while. Yeah. 
Me too. Hey, um, in addition to what some of the questions that people may have if they're interested in going on a trip, so, you know, what, that's a cool thing from just talking to you. It sounds like it doesn't really matter what a person wants to do. It sounds like you have a trip for them. Oh, yeah. So I, that's really neat. I, I have a lot of variety kind of trips. I, I do crappie trips. I do whatever. I used to do trout and salmon. I, I just don't go over that far anymore. But mm -hmm. I'm actually considering blocking out like two weeks and just doing salmon fishing. Um, oh, it's in its heyday right yeah, now. It awesome. is rocking. It's big fish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do a little bit of everything. Whatever people want to do, um, you know, I, I kind of have a set schedule th of what I'm doing throughout the year. But uh, give me a call. We can work it out and We'll figure figure out a, the trip for you. No bananas. Um, no bananas. Not allowed. Not allowed. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I I love the variety. When I get stuck doing the same thing for too long, I start getting. I mean, I'm I'm dialed into it, and we're we're catching a lot of fish. But it's like, eh, I want to do something different. I want to go catch some crappies. I want to go catch some trout. I want to go catch muskies. You know. Well, and I think that's important to say, too, like when you're talking to a guide or you're interviewing a guide for somebody to hire, if they sound like they're having fun, you're probably going to have fun. Oh, yeah. if, if you've got a guide who's just burdened by it's a job and I don't want to do it, you're probably not going to have as much fun. Absolutely. And I've got a lot of experience fishing with you, a lot, over a couple decades now. I've never not had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> we had oh, yeah. some, we've had some doozies. So fishing's uh, fun. It, it is. It, 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 you should never take it too serious. There's too many guides that take fishing too serious. My my whole view on being a fishing guide is I'm getting paid to goof off. I'm a professional goof off, and you know me outside of my job and know that that's very true. You're really good at that. Yeah, yeah. And I've perfected the art of goofing off. I get to go on everybody's special day, everybody's vacation day, and I get to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. I'm a part of everybody's day off. Since I took that attitude towards guiding, it's fun. Yeah. I go out, I laugh, I have a good time. You know, and, and so many of these guides take it so serious. And it's, you know, all about the money. It's all about catching fish. And we ain't out there saving lives. <laughs> We're out there to goof off. <laughs> have a good time. That's what these customers want. Yeah. They want to go have fun. It ain't, you know, it's not life or death stuff we're dealing with. It's we're not about fishing. counting the tally if I caught this many yeah, of this and cares? this and this. Yeah. <laughs> who gives a crap? I mean, it's it, we're going fishing. Well, have fun. That sounds great. I, I'd love to have you back. I'm planning on having you back. It sounds like you know you and your wife had really awesome uh, Western hunting experience this year for oh, mule yeah. deer in two different states. Um, I'd love to hear about that. We'd love to maybe have you talk about the dynamic of you know hunting with your wife and stuff like that, or sure. getting out of Dodge and going somewhere warm to hunt again when it's cold. It sounds like a common theme. You don't like winter. I hate it. Um, yeah, I'm getting there. Moving south as <laughs> soon as the kids are out of the house. Right, but. Hey, Justin with Chase Outdoors, the podcast. Remember, that's Brett Jolly, Captain Brett Jolly at Fish Wisconsin Fishing Guide Service.com. Find him yeah. on Instagram, and he does troll around here once in a while, too. Hey, guys, as always, God bless you. Good luck on the water. Good luck in the woods, and we'll talk to you next week. Well, that was fun. That was fun.